This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century. Hey, good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to the Blurring the Lines podcast. This is episode 179. I am your host, Peter Nicolaitis, and joining me as always is my co-host, Adam Bell. Hey, Peter. How you doing today? Feeling pretty good. Feeling That's pretty good. good. How about yourself? I am. The The weather's nice. Um I can breathe. Not that that's normally a problem, but nice, crisp, clean air. And I'm yeah. out at the farm right now. You're talking about that. That's kind of a, I have a feeling that friend of the show, Scott Wilsey, might take issue with those statements. I heard, uh, <laughs> I heard things are not so great out in um, uh, Oregon right now. More forest fires and stuff. Well, yeah, I'm not burning down my woods. That's That's good. That's a good start. That's a good start. Yeah. It's a beautiful day here today as well. I was supposed to have a private yoga lesson this evening and my student was like, oh, I'm really sorry. I have a doctor's appointment tonight. I forgot about. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go for a run. Totally cool. All right. <laughs> or maybe a mountain bike ride. I don't know. So. Yeah. yeah, it's nice. It's nice right now that I wish we could have a longer period of fall. It's like we get a nice week and a half. <laughs> fall is my favorite season and a lot of people are like oh i don't like it like why because then it's winter i'm like oh yes (laughs) and right now it's fall which i like yeah (laughs) so yeah let's focus on where we are right now not where we're you know yeah (laughs) Yeah. be in the present moment right you know present moment is fall i'm happy um i hate sundays yeah, I hate Sundays. Well, guess what? It's Friday, yeah. so you can be happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a Monday coming, so I hate all Sundays. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get it. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't get that. So, yeah. that's okay. um, it's yeah, all in perspective. No, it, it is, but like, it's my favorite running weather. It's mm-hmm. my favorite mountain biking weather. Um, I'm gonna get the kayak out probably one more time tomorrow, mm-hmm. just to call it a day or a season. So yeah, I'm excited about that. I'm going to have a campfire all weekend. I have a camp, a, an outdoor uh, fire pit, uh, 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 propane powered little outdoor mm-hmm. fire thing. I've used it exactly two times. <laughs> I bought it a year ago for my marathon, my after marathon party, and I haven't used it since. I think mm-hmm. I might need to get it out tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. Tomorrow see, evening. See, I've got one of those. Um, uh, it's an outdoor, the big silver mushroom heater, the outdoor heaters run on propane. I do not have one of those. I have just the little sit around the campfire kind of thing. Okay, cool. So I've got one of those too. I mean, How much I have do those it. things cost? They're not cheap, even on Amazon. Um, yeah. So I bought an Amazon. I, I bought it on Amazon. I don't remember if it was an Amazon version or not. Uh, it was still like close to $300 for one. For, for one of the overhead ones? Yeah, yeah. I paid almost that much for the the regular old one. Now, have you seen the ones that are really cool? It looks like a flame running up through a glass tube. Have you I've seen, seen those? them? Those thinking things are like $1,100. Yeah, that's what I thought you were talking about. <laughs> uh-huh. No, no. I'm just talking about the one that's, you know, it's a, it looks like a big silver mushroom. And at the top, it's got, you know, like yeah, but a... S- 
Coleman. Still, yeah. if I had known those were that cheap, I would have gotten one of those instead of the one that I have. Because mm-hmm. I can't, like, can you put that on, like, a deck, or does it have to be on ground or, or pavement? It can go on the deck. And it's got wheels to roll it out there. Um, the propane tank actually is in the bottom of it. So you could just leave it out there. I should have bought that. <laughs> and I've got some cigars coming. So I don't, I don't have my cigars yet. But I've got cigars on the way so that I can sit outside and smoke a cigar and enjoy that. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm just feeling regrets for this thing. Cause like, I, <laughs> because you know, there are some nights when I'd like to sit out on the deck and it's not convenient to sit out on the lawn and mm-hmm. I can't do that as well. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. Well, oh. sell it on a uh, Facebook marketplace for a hundred bucks and you know, Facebook marketplace is or whatever I try to avoid, <laughs> yeah. uh, like the plague. So I sell it on on your front porch. Then I, I don't know. <laughs> I wonder if I could use it up at my parents' place up in Vermont. Maybe I'll take the one that I have up there and get a better one. To, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, your dad whatever. needs one of those. Yeah, I think he does. Yeah, but but he would like do it on his porch and burn the house down. So oh we... yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> so what else is going on, Adam? Yeah, so uh, enjoying the fall, um, and I I even got a, a bottle of bourbon to sit outside by the campfire. Ooh, four roses, single barrel, okay. semi top shelf, not okay. top, not semi top, not rich top shelf like average man top shelf. Upper shelf. Upper shelf. <laughs> yeah. So like a, a $48 bottle of bourbon instead of like a $1,000 Pappy Van Winkle or something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's you're out of my league. That's, <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, there's no way my palate can tell the difference between a $50 bourbon and a $1,000 bourbon. And I, I don't am... think anybody else can either. That's it's status. I am not that refined. <laughs> that's what we that's what we need to do is we need to make up some BS subpar product and say it's premier and sell it at top dollar. Premium and, gourmet. Yeah. Uh, sustainably grown, fairly traded, climate friendly, organic, local, <laughs> fair trade, shade grown, shade grown. <laughs> ethically yada 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 oh man <laughs> ethically gluten-free bourbon <laughs> gluten-free bourbon yeah. gluten-free bourbon with ethics oh man yeah uh but i mean i think that that's all it's about is you know just saying oh this is exclusive you want this you're gonna have to pay this well it's yep. not worth that doesn't matter you can't get it otherwise i, I can't say, get it yeah i can't get you telling me i can't buy your bourbon no, yep. you, you don't have enough money. I'll show you. Yeah, I'll show you money. <laughs> oh, man. Well, speaking of showing you money, I was at a casino yesterday. Really? We have a casino here, right, in the next town over in Everett, Massachusetts. It's walking distance. I actually, as it happens, I ran around it for my morning run yesterday. Does it float? No, it's not that. No, no, no. <laughs> it does not float. But there is a harbor there. It's it's Encore Boston Harbor. So you can actually take boats to it if you oh, want. Okay. One of these days I should take my kayak over there. Um, anyway, I I really like it better than the casinos I've ever been to in Vegas and New Orleans because 
you're not allowed to smoke in public places in Massachusetts. Ah, I was going to say, what makes it nicer? Yeah, It changes everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I did not care for the casino part at all. Um, I did walk in. I, I did walk out with more money than I walked in. So I consider that, a, a you know, a, a win. A win. Um, but, um, no, the restaurants there are really nice and the little shops look okay. And I was like, this is actually kind of, you know, kind of nice, uh, you know, inside. I mean, it's, you know, glitzy as all heck and mm-hmm. you've got a, you know, a couple billion dollars to throw around on a, you know, resort. I suppose you could do worse. Yeah. But, so uh, I've been, so we went to Vegas. We were, we always stayed at the MGM and then we were there for actually a GFI conference when it was still GFI. Okay. Uh, and I think I need somebody to like show me how to have a good time in a casino. Cause I, I don't get really, it. Yeah. I didn't really have a good time. I mean, I didn't have a bad time. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't have any negative experience, but I was like, okay, what is everybody so excited about? And, and I didn't see it. Uh, the buffet was overpriced. It wasn't, you know, it's like, oh, you're supposed to get this awesome buffet for a reasonable price. And I, you know, I wasted some, I wasted like 20 or $30 on a slot machine and roulette. And I was like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> that's just it. I didn't, I didn't really care for it. I don't get it. And I'm like, uh, you know, it's like, I'd, I'd rather invest that money or, you know, frankly, I, I don't understand the electronic poker games and electronic. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're telling me that's not rigged. Come on. You know? Yeah. It's electronic. Like, I would much, if I'm going to play video games, give me something with a joystick and a buttons and something I can actually play and influence the outcome rather than just pushing a button. That's just insane. Yeah. So now, yeah. the only thing that I saw that might appeal to me, but, but my wife wasn't even interested is they had, they had rooms uh, that you could pay like $200 and you got like $10,000 worth of chips and you, it was a group of people. You, you came in the room at the specific time. Everybody came in there, paid their $200, got their $10,000 in chip. And then more or less had a poker tournament with, with this group of people who are not pro, you know, like what you'd see on TV, but not okay. that. But I was like, I could enjoy that because I think I you'd play for a couple hours. You may not win the tournament or even place or anything in there, but you would have fun playing the game for a couple of hours with people rather than just plunking down, say $50 and 15 minutes later, it's gone. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was just it. And like, it's like, okay, easy come, easy go. Great. Why am I doing this again? I don't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I think that I missed was I wanted to have some fun playing games and I didn't get that playing yeah. any of the games. Yeah. I just might as well play, you know, mario brothers or something i mean you know you put money in you play a game (laughs) pretty much (laughs) pretty much so yeah well they said we need somebody to give us a tour on how to have fun in a casino i don't know any i don't know who that person is i don't either i don't know who that person the only people i can think of have problems and i don't really want to go with them (laughs) yeah they're like they they blow lots of money yeah their their idea of fun might not be the same as mine might not be yeah yeah <laughs> all right what else we got all right well that was not in our topic at all no not even, not even close to our list that's what's fun about blurring the lines uh sonos we talked about sonos last week we did talk about sonos last week and i have i have had 
you know, mixed results with Sonos over the years. Mm-hmm. I've been a Sonos customer for over 10 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did find out one of the reasons uh, that I had a lot of problems with. I had, you know, a lot of my equipment in my house is still 10 years old. Yeah. And I'm thinking about, you know, these are, they're running Linux. These are little Linux computers. Mm-hmm. Show me one computer that's 10 years old that doesn't have some kind of problems running a modern operating system, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I decided to bite the bullet a little bit. And part of this was definitely like the last straw was listening to the last week's Accidental Tech podcast where one mm-hmm. of the three guys you know, said, this is not an ad for Sonos, but it's going to sound like an ad for Sonos. And I was like, okay, fine. I'll bite the bullet and I'll start to upgrade some of my hardware, you know, Mm -hmm. just a couple of these things. And so I used my upgrade credit and I ordered three new speakers Mm -hmm. and I got, now you have one of these, right? Don't you have, you have the, oh, you have the Amazon tap. Is that what it is? Yeah. I have a tap, but I've, I've since been on it. I've got a Bose now. Okay. And it's just Bluetooth. Got it. Okay, so I got the um, the Sonos uh, Rome SL, which the, the SL series, they do not have the uh, smart assistant capabilities. Mm-hmm. So I have one that does. And I decided that I want one with the smart assistant on every floor mm-hmm. so that anywhere I am, I can say, hey, Sonos, group this room with that room. Oh, so and they have their own thing? Or... They have their own thing. Now, nice. it's different. So they support a, uh, a word. They support Google. And they have their own. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, I forget the name of the actor. Um, Los Pollos Romanos. They're uh, from Breaking Bad. Uh, the big bad oh, yeah. guy. Yeah. He does the voice. Uh-huh. Um, it's different. In, it's very limited in what it can do. It can only do sonos you know like music controls and grouping stuff and it's Mm -hmm. all the supposedly the processor is processing is all done on the device itself so you're not sending up anything to the cloud so all it can do is like you know play this pause group the living room with the bedroom you know stuff stuff like that but i want to be able to do that when i start something playing and then i walk upstairs and it's not playing upstairs i want to be able to say hey you know sonos group this with this mm-hmm. so i ordered uh the rome now the rome sl i ordered the sl without the smart assistant because okay. that's going to sit either it's going to sit in my kitchen within earshot of the living room unit which has mm-hmm. the smart speaker or i'm going to take it outside with me where i don't you know i don't need a, a smart assistant out there yeah um so i'm i'm excited about that too and it's um i'm pretty sure it supports both bluetooth and um uh wi-fi because it showed up as another um or maybe it's just Wi-Fi. I don't even. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's it's uh, it's Bluetooth as well. Yeah, because it's like portable. It's a portable speaker. So uh, I'm gonna take that out for a ride on the uh, kayak tomorrow, which may be my last kayak ride of the season because we're getting close to that time. We're time to put the boats away. Yeah, yeah. Um, Giancarlo Esposito. Gianca- thank That's- you, Giancarlo <laughs> Esposito. Yes. So um yeah so that that'll be that'll be fun <clears throat> so what they did is so sonos gave me like a i think a 15 percent credit on you know upgrading which is not great i might even get better deals like on black friday or something mm-hmm. but one thing they used to do is you had to send in the old equipment and you don't have to do that anymore yeah they just... so i'm probably going to take a couple speakers up to my parents place 
Cause you know, I've got like more speakers than I have rooms in the house now. <laughs> so um, I'll probably have extras soon. At, at least now I can put one back in the guest room again, which is cool. Um, but I'll have, you know, Sonos in every room in the house, but I'm really optimistic that with the newer hardware, the, a lot of the little glitchy stuff that I've had, uh, it will be resolved. And the biggest problems I've really had with it have been around airplay, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, I use it mostly for podcasting, but when I want to listen to music, I just play it through the Sonos app or I say, Hey, Sonos play such and such. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I can even say, Hey, a word play such and such on Sonos. Yeah. And it will do that. So, um, but I'm thinking that with more modern hardware, I'm thinking that the airplay issues might also get better. So we'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see, but yeah. Yeah. So as much as I had threatened to, you know, like ditch Sonos altogether and stuff, well, that didn't happen. i've i've considered you know that my ecosphere i I just don't do well with speakers because i mean i've got all kinds of people living it well right now it's just elizabeth and me but i have a hard time yeah empty nesters i have a hard time uh listening to something throughout because i've either got to take the speaker with me and i can't hear it as well so i end up just doing an earbud Cause that way I can go about my business and if I'm having like a barbecue out back though, oh, you yeah. know, friends are sitting out, that's where you Perfect. want a speaker. Right. And that's where the, the portable, this speaker is made to be, you know, it's IP 67 rated. So if it gets a little wet outside, it's not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. It's got its own battery in it. So I don't have to keep, you know, I don't have to unplug the kitchen unit and take it out and plug it back in again. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm optimistic that this is a good, you know, a good upgrade. So so since I mentioned earbud, I've got a Jabra hack for you. Not really a hack, a fix that I didn't know was a, a problem. Tell so, me more. Yeah. So I was listening to my Jabra and the right earbud kept getting quieter and quieter. And I'm like, oh man, it's dying. Uh-huh. And uh, so I did some searching online. I, you know, I made I made sure the app was up to date. I made sure everything was good. And then I did a search on that online, right? Earbuds getting quiet. Somebody like said mm-hmm. like this one, which has no volume. That one? Yeah, just like that one. So they said, go out there and I don't know if you can see uh well. Mine has a little tiny hole, like right there. There's yep. a little tiny hole right there. They said, take a toothpick and clean out that hole. Take, you know, just take a clue to toothpick and, and turn it around in there. And mine wasn't even really dirty, it, but I mean, it was slightly dirty. Okay. Doing that took the volume all the way back up and both. And I have two sets of these, two sets of the Jabra 65 and both of mine were getting quiet apparently that hole is something like you know like a speaker hole where it's got to have air to get volume and i'm it played into it and both of them i didn't realize how quiet both of them were but i cleaned out that hole and they both were like perfect again how many see these holes look pristine to me yeah mine didn't look dirty at all huh Oh, I'm going to have to try that, but I don't have a paper clip or anything right now to do that. But I will put that on the list because as it happens, this one is pretty much dead and I was about ready to like throw it out. So, so I, I, 
I don't know if there's anything delicate in there. Yeah. So I started to go with a paper clip, yeah. uh, but then I went and looked at a toothpick, which was yeah. a, uh, you know, insulator yeah. and rather than so conductor. Yeah. Conductor. I've got some, um, I've got some toothpicks. I'll try that later. I'll try it. We'll see. Yeah. I'll report back next episode. Jab <laughs> <laughs> a low volume. There you go. All right. What's next? Um, well, update on my iPhone Bluetooth woes. It continues to happen. Uh, even after I reset network settings, uh, for the second time this year. Um, so I have to call Apple again on that. I'm not looking forward to it. Uh, but today, you know, it used to happen. Like I thought it was just the AirPods going wonky, but it's definitely my phone. And, uh, Apple wants me to schedule a repair or, you know, with the genius bar. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> so i've got apple care plus and or whatever the thing is though so they should just give me a new phone if that if it comes to that so mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not optimistic though but got a little extra time today i might make just make a drop-in appointment although they don't they don't just let you drop in you have to actually make an appointment ah oh. oh. that's a bummer <sighs> so i've never had any i think uh I think Scott's right. You have more problems with your technology than anybody else. I do not <laughs> deny it. I, um, you know, I, I do. I, I, when I was in college, I remember, um, you know, uh, one of my professors said that that was my mutant superpower, you know, like I can crash any system and stuff. And, you know, I've heard stories about people who are like, you know, like, Oh, their, their magnetic fields are off and they can, you know, like, yeah, I thought that was complete bullshit, but yeah, maybe I, I, that might be me. <laughs> that might be me. Some have positively charged chi, and you've got negatively charged chi. <laughs> Negative electronic chi. That's 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 me. Maybe I really should go to teaching yoga full time and go back to owning a coffee shop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I don't know. Well, see, if you're if you're in charge, you can just tell people what not to do. Now you don't actually touch it. It's probably going to be okay. People don't listen. <laughs> so talk to me about uh, your question. You had a question about Apple watches. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, so I was thinking about it. So my, my Fitbit charge five, I got really frustrated with it uh, because it, it didn't respond fast enough. So I'd press it on and it wouldn't turn on and I'd press it again and it would then turn on and my second press would then turn it off and swipes weren't very good. Uh, yeah. I mean, it didn't swipe very well. Finally, I got frustrated with it and chucked it in a Creek and my Apple watch was better, but it still didn't respond as well as I thought it should. Okay. Like if I wanted to swipe, I may have to swipe three times because it would like, grab but not go a grab and, and this is always not normal this was normal this huh. normal for me okay um and that's uh so i was wondering it, i have fairly calloused hands i mean i've got yeah i mean my i've got thicker fingertips from playing guitar for years crossfit for years and farming i mean so i've got kind of rough hands and thicker skin on my fingers and I wonder if I'm just not making a good connection. <laughs> and you don't have this problem with the iPhone? I do not. I don't have problems with the iPhone and I don't have problems with the iPad. 
I could see it being different because, you know, the, because it's such a smaller form factor. Mm-hmm. I could imagine easily that it has like fewer sensors or they're not as precise or whatnot as a larger screen. Mm-hmm. A pure speculation. I could be yeah. completely off base, but I could see that happening. I definitely have had, I've definitely had times where the iPhone screen was very non-responsive as well. Um, but you know, but, but I've definitely had more problems with the Apple watch from time to time with that as well too. So that could be, it could be what's going on. Well, and I have a safe, um, it, it, I have a gun safe and Mm -hmm. it is very difficult for me to get into it with my fingerprint. Yeah. That might be something you might, you might have something there. Um, I mean, that might be even worth like, well, definitely would take a look at the, um, uh, the knowledge bases, you know, the Apple, Apple knowledge base, see if anyone put anything, but I might even call Apple on that and just say, is this a known issue? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Take your big old fat hands somewhere else. <laughs> maybe uh, your big old fat hands need an Apple watch ultra. Yeah, maybe they do. <laughs> so I've had my ultra now for, for a couple of weeks. I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I really, it is definitely the best Apple watch that I've, I've had. The biggest significant difference really is just the battery life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not astonishing, but you know, I like I, I woke up the other day with uh, you know, like I think 93% battery, went out for a 10k run without my phone, you know, tracking fitness apps, you know, using GPS and uh, cellular signal, came back, slept with it, got up the next day, and battery was at like I don't know, 50, 40, 50% or something. So, you know, it's just like regular, my old one would have been dead, you know, by, by dinner time or bedtime. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's kind of funny because like, you know, a lot of modern batteries that are bigger now uh, and like my car, for instance, when you get up to like the 80% charge level, it starts to slow the charging rate down. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to get more comfortable both with my Tesla and with my Apple watch, letting those battery levels dip so as to take advantage of faster charging times, mm-hmm. because I usually like to keep everything topped off, but mm-hmm. as a result, you know, you're spending more time waiting for the topping to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's like, oh, I don't remember, like, I don't know how many hours of my life I have wasted at charging stations because I was trying to keep my battery levels high on my car. Mm-hmm. And so now in the similar you know, vein, I'm trying to let my my watch batteries get drained a little bit as well. And, yeah. uh, you know, so that I spend less time waiting for them to charge back up again. Mm-hmm. But but I like it. I have not yet tried the siren, the uh, the uh, the alert sound. Oh yeah. See how that is. Yeah. So I'm really curious about that. I don't remember if we talked about the band, but you know how I I got the Alpine Mm -hmm. band and I found, you know, authentic, uh, Apple, (laughs) um, uh, the trail loop on Etsy Mm -hmm. and it, you know, looks like real. It looks just like the same Apple products and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, okay. Your, your product has shipped. It'll be somewhere, but you know, here between like October 28th and November 6th. I was like, Coming straight from Shenzhen province. I bet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I just can't justify, you know, like $99 for the band from Apple. Yeah. That one that I have, that Alpine loop, that is not worth $99. I don't care. And and I was really disappointed. So I got the starlight colored one. Mm-hmm. That thing shows dirt. 
bad like it is not you know you can see it because it's you know the it's got the like the overlap you know style so when you unhook it there's a you know uh, an exposed part and if you hold the exposed part that's usually on the outside versus the inside you mm-hmm. can see it's like white and gray yeah you know like just touching my jeans or you know whatever and stuff i was like did Johnny Ive define this? Did, did you know? So, so, yeah, I, I don't know. So I'm I'm really not you know because I figured I'll just keep the the Alpine loop as my everyday wear loop you know and just like a as a nice uh, not loop uh, Alpine band as my you know my dressy flashy band. Mm-hmm. But now I was like, yeah, I have to clean it and like really have to clean this thing. I was like, mm-hmm. this is high maintenance. I thought this was the whole point. These these three bands were supposed to be like rugged and durable and. So a little disappointed in that, but yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully the $7.50 authentic uh, <laughs> version that I get is uh, lives up to the promise. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of watch, I, I went back to the old Fitbit charge three uh, non-color has a button and it tracks my movement. It tracks my exercise. I can see the time um, tracks my sleep. I'm, back in business you're good you got it you got you got everything you need (laughs) there you Uh, go and the other thing is i like the size because it's a narrow the whole thing's a narrow the watch is the same width as the band uh the big watch i'm i live such an active lifestyle that the watch gets in my way i beat it up pretty bad and i don't mind that so much on my timex but my apple watch um you know when i'm reaching down in a tractor and that watch is there (laughs) yeah no i can i can i can appreciate that you know we uh i scratched my old my apple watch my um series four um because i like my my standing desk i just have it elevated on on a a traditional desk elevated on cinder blocks Mm -hmm. there was one day i dropped something next to it and i just reached down to grab it and scratched it right along you know, the cinder block. So. Yeah, cinder blocks are worst. Oh, so yeah, but you know, let, let's hope that the ultra, you know, with all of its protective coating and cases and everything like that, is you know lives up better. So, mm-hmm. you sir, you sound like you need an Apple Watch Ultra. I think you live an active, <laughs> active lifestyle and you need something really superpower armor Iron Man style. I, yeah, I think, that's, I think that's the one for you. Maybe I'll consider it. <laughs> So let's shift gears a little bit. Let's All not right. talk about anything about fitness or fitness tracking. Okay. Push-ups. Let's talk about push-ups. They're not. Yeah. <laughs> so I have been giving uh, a friend, also a friend of the show, a hard time for a long time about taking days off. Like you should take days off. Rest days are important. Mm-hmm. And yet you and I <laughs> set this goal <laughs> back in what, 2019 or something, uh, yeah. 2020. I don't even remember how long it's been now. It's been two or three years at this point to do a hundred pushups every day. Mm-hmm. And with very few exceptions, you know, mm-hmm. I still maintain, I think on average, even with my 10 days off or whatever, you know, when I was in the Bahamas, I still have probably averaged a hundred pushups per day. Yeah. 
Um, but I also did some very, you know, I said research is a strong <laughs> yeah. word, but you know, I watched some YouTube videos, not uh-huh. research, about some guys who did this very unscientific study where they had one guy doing push-ups every single day, and another guy was just doing them like every other day or every thir- three days or something, mm-hmm. and they saw very similar results. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering, you know, like, I think it might be time to take my own advice and allow for like one day off per week or mm-hmm. or maybe even more. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out like, what is the optimal? And again, like, what's the point? Like part of it was, uh, was grit, you know, getting, uh, you know, building up mental toughness and committing to things and just powering mm-hmm. through, um, you know, less than optimal um, circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, and then part of that is also like, I like the way they make me look, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you know, I'm, I've started doing the, the, the modified mediocre Murph workout and, you mm-hmm. know, adding pull-ups and squats and stuff. And I'm wondering, like, I don't know what makes the most sense. Yeah. Well, I think for me, uh, it really depends on what I've got going. Uh, if I've got, if I've got full work days on my weekends, I may take off on my pushup, you know, mm-hmm. at least on Saturday mm-hmm. because I am completely exhausted. If I'm not, if I've been pretty quiet all week, uh, I kind of feel like I need to do something to mm-hmm. exert myself because the, I mean, the pushups are no longer an exertion to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's just it. And and I feel like similarly, like tomorrow I'm going to, you know, break the kayak out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And and my date has, you know, stated like straight up, she's not going to be paddling. So <laughs> I'm going to be doing all the work. So, you know, I'm like, okay, well, th- does that count? Cause I sure feel when I'm done kayaking for a couple of hours and I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I sure feel like I've been doing pushups. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, it's not push-ups, but it's definitely exertion with the other parts of the body. I mean, it's so. exertion and it's doing similar, you know, similar stuff for the muscles, you know, like yeah, the pulling away back. part. Mm-hmm. It's I guess I I would guess it would be it would feel more like pull-ups, right? Because rows, because mm-hmm. you are rowing, and rows are essentially similar to, if not the same as pull-ups, right? At least mm-hmm. incline pull-ups. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I, I think I think I've proven the, you know, but yes, I can do it. I can stick to it. Um, but I think allowing a little bit of, you know, the thing is though, is like, I don't want to like for a longest time, I, you know, had a scheduled intent to meditate every day. And then I got out of that practice a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that is something I do want to get back into. So mm-hmm. it's, it's hard, you know, it's like, if you stick to it every single day, mm-hmm it becomes easier to maintain something. And then if you, because when I, I find out when I start taking a day off here, a day off there next, it's a week off here, a month <laughs> off there. So yeah. I don't know. It's a fine line. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with like one day. Uh, and, and I like to choose my day. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I either want it to be Saturday or Sunday. Uh, and I'm not skipping any day during the week unless I'm hurt. Right. And that's yeah. the thing too. That's where I have to allow myself, you know, like, okay, if, if it hurts to do the pushups, if my shoulder, my rotator cuff starting to act up again, mm-hmm. as much as part of me wants to power through the pain, I'm just doing the wrong thing. 
yeah, yeah it's just that's just stupid because i'm just gonna hurt myself even worse mm -hmm. so. and i've had some like i've had some elbow issues i've had tennis elbow for forever mm -hmm. um since i i pitched when i was in like middle school and high school and then afterwards i've always had tennis elbow um and i did a set of push-ups and my elbow was killing me i'm like well i mean not just like, oh, that hurts. Like, oh, I can't put my weight on this push-up. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to come back in a half hour. You know, just I'm going to go ahead and do whatever I was doing. I'm going to come back. And if it still hurts then, I'm just not going to do it. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't hurt the next time I did it. So I just did them. <laughs> Got to like, do them. Oh, Got to do them. <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> so. Oh, man. Oh. And I'll tell you, yeah. I mean, since we're, we're fitnessing, you know, I've been doing yoga now pretty consistently, you know, around my workouts. Mm -hmm. Not one thing I don't do is I don't do yoga like in the evenings. Yep. I always do it before I work out and I, and after I work out or I replace my workout with yoga, Yep. but I'm not doing the evenings and I'm not really, some of my things, I'm just not any more flexible. Like uh, caterpillar pose or what do you want to call it? Where you, your feet are forward straight out fold. forward yep. fold. I am still not any more flexible in that. <laughs> and that might be, you know, like you, you might be at your natural, uh, have we talked about that? Like, where do you feel it when you, what, what's stopping you? Where are you feeling it when you feel like you're getting not, not flexed? Um, I feel it. Well, for one, my feet don't want to stay together. It just hurts to get my, just to simply put my feet together like that. Nothing wrong and with that. If I stay there long enough, like if I can, if I can just relax, that's yep. my thing is I've got to relax. And I don't even, I don't even know how I'm holding tension until I sit there long enough. And then I, all of a sudden I'll just, I'll move. I'm like, how did I just move? I, <laughs> I didn't, where was I holding it? I was holding it somewhere mm -hmm. and I don't know where I was holding it. So that's mm -hmm. why if I stay in the pose, I will, I will relax or something will, you know, kind of ease forward, but it's primarily my back and my hips are preventing okay. me from going forward. And I do have tight hamstrings. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and that's, you know, a lot of people do, I, I just wondered, like when you feel the relaxation though, can you feel where it releases? Like, does it feel like it's the hamstrings releasing or, or when we, yeah. It's in my back. It's definitely yeah. in my back. Yeah. I, I don't realize that I'm holding against it. And then all of a sudden, oh, it's <sighs> kind of like a combination of ab and back release yep. at the same time. And I'm like, oh, okay. I, you know, <laughs> if, if you're feeling along the back lines, then um, the prescription is do it more. <laughs> yeah. And be patient. <laughs> Sometimes good things come to those who wait for a long time. <laughs> I would say, you know, unfortunately, due to my my schedules lately, you and Scott are probably practicing yoga more often than I am. <laughs> it's I'm not I'm not having a lot of uh, uh, time for that. I'm you know, I'm still teaching a couple times a week uh, and stuff. And and I do, you know, I'd off, I often go through the poses and stuff with my students there. But I haven't been I haven't had the time to actually attend yoga classes regularly for some time right now so mm -hmm. maybe i should maybe i should prioritize that instead of push-ups for a little while yeah. <laughs> well i think cool. what i'm i what i need to do i just need to make an intentional effort to do it is if if we're sitting down to watch tv i just need to sit in the forward yep bent and just just relax just yep. don't think about it just 
let my body relax. And I mean, don't try to force it. Just let it go. Yep. Do that and do frog pose. Cause both of those I could do while sitting there in front of the television, just letting the body relax. <laughs> yep. I definitely have done that. If I'm going to watch TV, I will definitely, I don't count that as, you know, as a yin yoga practice, yeah. but I will sit in a yin yoga pose when I'm watching TV from time to time. And I'm like, Hey, at least I'm doing something for my body. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yoga TV time, not yoga TV time, not yoga TV time. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Where are we? All right. Yeah. Up you're, uh, you're trying to maintain your running. Yeah. So that's the thing. So I'm trying to figure out now what my normal routine should be um, in between races. Um, like this week, for instance, as of right now, I've only done about 11 miles. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm trying to figure out like without a formal plan, how to maintain my base that I've built up. You know, mm -hmm. I don't want to lose everything. So I'm thinking tomorrow I may target 10 miles again, just to sort of try to keep that, you know, like at least 20 miles a week. Cause that's what I was doing before I was actively training though. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering, you know, if it's time to like amp it up and target maybe 30 miles a week mm -hmm. or, or something as my baseline. Yeah. And of course I'm saying this as work is really picking up and I'm doing a lot more consulting stuff like that, which is chewing into my time and not spending enough time practicing yoga. So it's a, it's a balancing act, you know, mm -hmm. I'm really, I got to figure out what I want to prioritize, but mm -hmm. um, you know, it's like, I want to, I, I don't mind. I, I, I would like to be a guy who's, you know, regularly running like 30 or 50 miles a week. I think that, you know, it's pretty cool. Uh, mm -hmm. So, um, but I just don't know. I got to figure out how to find the time and you know, what, what makes the most sense on that. But that's, that's my current thing I'm wrestling with is to try to figure out how to fit in the running that I want to keep and not, you know, not lose this base that I built up. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know anything about running as I mean, I know you run, but, <laughs> you know, but as far as the, the science behind it, cause I know, uh, you know, I've got a, a, not a close friend, a associative friend who does ultra marathons, you know, and he'll do those crazy 100 ones and, you know, the back to back marathons. And, and it doesn't seem like he trains all the time. He does, well, he, he does something every single day. Uh, but he doesn't run 100 miles other than those races. Right. Yeah. Well, exactly. But I mean, over the course of the week, he's probably running a hundred miles. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. I don't, I'm totally, maybe he's not actually, he's probably not. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. See, I don't know either. <laughs> I'm just like, speculating. This is completely yeah. just guessing. Take that back. Forget I said anything. <laughs> Can't trust me. I do. Know, I know you need uh, Vaseline for your nipples. That's about all I know. Uh, uh, <laughs> and rub okay. spots. <laughs> great good to know thanks <laughs> oh brother oh so what you, you're this weekend you're going kayaking yep uh this weekend i am uh working at the farm so good uh we've got lavender plants to replace ones that that died and um gonna water things and I'm going to work on my uh, network stuff here and uh, clean that up, but going to have a low key weekend. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. I, uh, yeah, I'm going to be probably doing pretty much the same, not really 
planning anything major, um, you know, a couple of runs, chilling again, maybe sitting outside for the last time with the fire after the kayak, mm-hmm. you know, who knows? So <laughs> yeah, just, just, you know, chilling out. Uh, I'm curious though. I'm looking now at, at uh, one of my friends on Strava and uh, this week he's averaged around 17, 19, 18 miles for this week. Mm-hmm. So, and um on the average, though, jeez. Um, oh, oh, monthly average? I'm looking. I guess I'm looking at no. No, I'm looking at his weekly average. He was training like he does, like lots of marathons. Like he just did Chicago a couple weeks ago and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was doing like eighty miles a week, <laughs> anywhere from like fifty to eighty miles a week on average. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> on that note we should probably wrap up soon so i can go for a run yeah you, you got some miles to go and got some miles to add on <laughs> yeah i thought i was going to do just the 30 minute jog but apparently it's going to be more like 60 mm-hmm. oh boy hey do you have anything nifty that you want to share with our listeners i have something nifty a follow-up nifty uh from one of your nifties was the meter and so i got the meter and I have been using it and I've been, and I, I've been a grill chef. I mean, I, in, in high school, that's what I, I did in, in, in college, I worked uh, as a grill chef. So I kind of felt like I could cook a good steak, Yep. <laughs> but this makes it so much easier. <laughs> Game changer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I've cooked, um, I've cooked ribeyes. I've cooked New York strips. I've cooked chicken, uh, I've cooked frozen New York strips, which it doesn't even, it says don't cook frozen New York strips. I'm like, eh, I'm going to do it anyway. I mean, they weren't completely frozen. They were partially, they'd been in the refrigerator all day and they just hadn't finished their thaw. Right. So it wasn't completely frozen and it. it still cooked a really a, a perfectly done steak. Cause I chose them to be medium because my wife doesn't like them raw. Uh, and I felt as I was like, ah, they're frozen. I'll, I'll give the thicker one to me and choose it for medium and hers will be medium to medium. Well, and it was perfect. Uh, even having been frozen and even saying it's not recommended to, uh, cook your meat frozen. Cause it might not come out right. Chicken was perfect. I'm like, Heck there yeah, you go. Working. <laughs> I've, I've liked the meters. I thought I, I thought I had a problem with one of them. Cause I thought that there was like incomplete, uh, or, uh, in, in, uh, inconsistent readings, mm-hmm. but it seems more like my, um, uh, it was my grill, you know, mm-hmm. there were like really were inconsistent placements, you know, the, the heat was that different. Mm-hmm. So I really liked the meters. And of course I bought two of them just in time to really cut dramatically back on my grilling and meat intakes. <laughs> Wonderful. As it happened last night, I had steak. I had a, an amazing filet mignon at the, at a restaurant at the casino last mm-hmm. night. And it was just amazing. Um you know, definitely caused me to go over my uh, my target um, cholesterol intake uh, for the day, but it was worth it. It was such a good steak, so I'm really really psyched about that. But um, I've been using the I have not been using the meter recently, but um, my meat share from the local um, uh, Walden local uh, meat thing will be showing up sometime in the next couple of days. So I'll. I'll have chicken or even fish that I could use with it mm-hmm. and stuff. So 
Um, and I, I did just for kicks once I did use it in a uh, plant-based burger just for kicks. That was kind of funny, uh, <laughs> yeah. but you know, it worked. So uh, there you go. So that, I think the next thing I want to try is uh cast iron skillet tuna steak in the oven. Cool. Yeah. Tuna steak. I like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd eat that. Yeah. I like, I like mine rare to medium rare. Yep. it's it's nice so yeah no i i do like the meter and i know that you know like uh what the um um the price just went up they keep on emailing you i don't know they keep on emailing me telling me like get now oh price is going up price is going up and then <laughs> they're like oh but if you get a you know if you order the meter block you get another meter for free or something <laughs> i'm like i have two of them i think yeah. I'm good. Yeah. i think i'm good I need one down here at the farm. I had one at home, but if I'm down here by myself, um, I'll take the cast iron skillet and I'll usually I'll do it on the stove top, but I'll take the, uh, cast iron skillet with the cast iron top, olive oil, get it hot inside there, throw the, the tuna in, sear it on both sides. Mm -hmm. and eat it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Sounds yummy. Yes. Tastes about as much like a steak as you can possibly get. Yeah. So <laughs> I forget, have you tried any of the plant-based steaks and stuff or plant-based foods, burgers mm -hmm. and things? I have not. I've cooked them because uh, yep. my my daughter likes to not eat red meat. Yep. So I've cooked them, but I've not really tasted them. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with them. Mm -hmm. you know they're my main try. thing i'm like i'm i'm actually okay with them so yeah we'll see i'm definitely eating a lot i mean i don't see myself buying red meat again anytime soon mm -hmm. um and we'll even see like even with my chicken and you know fish i'm still cutting way down on those i don't i don't feel like i'm missing anything so mm -hmm. yeah except yeah using the meter yeah i'll probably eat less red meat and and I don't know, I'm paying, I don't know. I, I guess as we get older, we notice things more uh, because I've noticed that I had a steak, a New York strip Wednesday night. We went out, um, it was a business dinner and I ate a strip and I didn't feel as good the next morning when I got mm -hmm. up to, to work out. You know, of course I ate a steak at like 7.30 and then I'm getting up at at 5 a.m which so it hasn't even been a full 12 hours since my yeah. body's had that meat so it was still working on it yep <laughs> yep and i didn't feel as good as i normally felt i mean that's I the thing you know you say you know when we get get older we feel more like if you're actually paying attention you know mm -hmm. so but yeah I, I i agree i'm definitely i'm more in tune i don't know if it's just because i'm um uh, because I'm older, I, I like to think it's more because, you know, I'm, I'm cultivating more body awareness and stuff. So. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, well, and when we were younger, our bodies healed a lot faster. And I think that we kind of like alcohol. I mean, I would drink stupid quantities of alcohol when I was in college. And then, you know, by 10 or 11, the next day, my hangover was, eh. you know, if I drank that same volume of alcohol today, I think it might ruin a couple of weeks. <laughs> maybe yeah. not a couple weeks but at least at least two or three days i would feel awful absolutely no absolutely <laughs> so now oh, boy. Stick, stick to you know a small bourbon or, or a couple beers and that's good yep <laughs> there you go <laughs>
cool. All right. Do we have anything else that we need to cover today? Well, did you do the Packy One Chip Challenge this year? I did. Is there a video of it somewhere? There is. There is. <laughs> it's gross. Gross. Yeah. Oh, it was disgusting. Um, I I did the challenge and I withheld uh, eating or drinking anything for um, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it um, it really it really sucked. <laughs> so uh i will um i will give you a link to include into the show notes and i recommend that nobody watch it <laughs> so uh what uh i mean in the past have they been like i mean they were obviously hot but did they taste bad i mean were they bad yeah like oh this? they always taste horrible they mm-hmm. taste terrible Mm -hmm. and in this case it was you know it just last year i think actually was a little worse Mm -hmm. but this year it was terrible and i like i was constantly spitting just to like clear my mouth out just to try to get the flavor out of my mouth like Mm -hmm. again and again and again uh it was it was just it was really bad it was really 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 bad (laughs) it was really bad (laughs) it was bad it was really bad it was really bad <laughs> it was really bad so yeah, i will so- dig up um i can't find it. i'm looking i'm i'm looking on youtube right now i thought i'd be able to find it real quick but i click on my library and i see there's a section called uploads but when i mouse over it nothing happens hmm. there's like it's not a link so i can't click on my uploads i don't understand it's not, not in my library in? There's downloads, which I don't have any. It's so bizarre. <laughs> YouTube, what the heck? Okay, your videos. There you go. They do make it hard to find your videos. It's not as hard now, but they did for a while there. It was very hard for me to find my own videos. Yeah, yeah. It's. You, you, I think you're right. It's gotten easier, but it's not great. Mm-hmm. All right, but I found it. All right, so cool. There we go. Here's a link. Don't watch it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't understand hot without tasting good. I mean, I really like um I really like Tabasco. Uh yeah. it is not hot. Yeah. I mean, it 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 tastes good to me at this point. So what I will say is when I I bought the the one chip challenge, I also bought a box a bag of the Paki chips, the regular Paki chips, mm-hmm. which on the scale of hot to um, you know, like atomic, they are rated as freaking hot Mm -hmm. i do like those they are there is a burn there most Mm -hmm. of my friends would go insane eating these yeah and so they're like okay this is good this is a nice burn i feel Mm -hmm. it i feel a little bit of a burn in my belly but not really bad Mm -hmm. that paki chip about half an hour after i had eaten it Mm -hmm. i thought like i i was getting nauseous uh, um, I thought I was going to have to throw up. I, I couldn't sit still. It was, it was bad. It was definitely really bad. So <laughs> I ended up eating some ice cream just to, to literally just to cool my stomach. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So <laughs> it was bad, but anyway, yes. And then we call that, you know, when it, it comes back out, we call it the ring of fire. The ring of fire. Yeah, I went down. <laughs> it was a burning ring of fire. So. Yeah. Oh, brother. All right. Well, there. All right. Cool. I think. Are we good? 
I think we're good. I think we we're good. good. Episode. It was a, definitely more fitness. I was thinking, you know, we, in our, in our future, we might do some, some technical stuff. Yeah. Why not? We haven't done technical in a we while. We haven't done, we, the, the lines have, have not been so blurry lately. They have been just like fitness and personal stuff. So we should probably get back into a little bit of tech from time to time. Yeah. Let's so, do some tech and, uh, Maybe a little more review, formal review of like the Sonos Roam or the Apple Watch Ultra or the, mm-hmm. or heck, the meter. The meter. <laughs> you know, why not? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, very good. So we, listener, we do want your feedback. If you'd like to discuss a particular topic, then you can drop us a line at www.blurringthelinespodcast.com. You can find us at our websites and locations on Twitter, paradigmcc.com, yogawithpeter.com, friendswithbrews.com, and at Nicolaitis uh, for your Twitter needs. And you can find me at sublimecomp.com, rrlavenderfarm.com, and at sublimecomp. And with that, we can hit the big Big red red button. To contact either us or our guests, visit BlurringTheLinesPodcast.com. If you like what you're hearing, do us a solid and subscribe to our podcast. And leave us a five-star review in iTunes, Google Play Store, or wherever you found us.